previously on SCP Play. Uh, then you all reach the front door and she uh, starts to open the front door and she says, okay, if we get the chance to fight him, the key is to end as the door opens to Site 44, you all receive a chilling welcome. A rush of darkness stretches out from the door no. and engulfs all of you before you can react. Every surface is covered in an oozing black substance and it is the same as the pool from which 106 emerged that you uh, would have very recently witnessed. You all look to your party members to see their reaction uh, to the situation, and you realize they're no longer there. You have entered the pocket dimension of the old man. Ned, as you head into this pathway, it begins to look like trenches. This thing I, I have seen before. I'm your great-grandpa Eric, who died in World War One. The SCP people call him the Old Man. I knew him as Corporal Lawrence. How'd you stop him? We didn't. to the medical wing for those of you who are just catching up um dumbass over here just spat out uh one of the pills that heals whatever injuries that we have so uh you're gonna have to be a bit injured for the time being ned ned <sighs> that's fine uh we're out of those now though so yeah let's try to not get caught inside of its pocket dimension again very sorry about all that, but uh, we should be okay at least. Uh, he won't be able to open a portal as long as we stand within the sphere of influence of the lightning lance. What is this? What is, what is this sphere made of? Why can't he get in here? Uh, I guess it doesn't harm too much to tell you this. The Lightning Lance is crafted with uh, an SCP's power inside of it. So, well, the SCP, uh, its designation is, uh, well, collective designation is uh, SCP-3326. Um, it's a collection of materials that came from a uh, foundation doctor uh dr scranton um all of these items are scranton reality anchors basically anything that breaks reality uh is not allowed to function inside of its sphere of influence it literally anchors us to reality and obviously portals to another dimension don't really go along with what we would consider reality so as long as we stay within range of this, we should be okay, but uh, it only prevents the portals that he creates, not necessarily his strength or uh, regeneration. So he's still extremely dangerous. But we are at least safe within this, and I doubt, given our numbers, that he'll try to come inside of it or at least he'll try to come up with another plan for getting us out of it. Um, anyway, we should come up with a plan. Is, 
does it last forever and can it move with us um it kind of can move with us it it's able to extend its fear out a bit further whenever i have it locked down and stabbed into the ground like i do at the moment but its sphere of influence is much smaller whenever it's not and uh i can cause it to extend a little bit more while we're moving but when it's not active it uh doesn't prevent the portals and such uh from existing that's why uh i was able to avoid the portal because i was holding it and the rest of you weren't terribly sorry for that did not expect him to be uh, opening a portal right at the door to the facility, but maybe I should have been more careful. So you mentioned a plan. Yeah, we need to come up with something. Hear me out. Last time we went in guns blazing and it worked pretty well. I must say it worked pretty well. Uh, that did work on Abel, but I don't think we're going to have as much luck without at least some more firepower. That that is one thing we could do. The armory is not too far from here. We could go there and get some more firepower and maybe have a chance, but even then it's slim. We're we're not going to be able to kill 106. It regenerates and is too physically dense to kill. The Foundation has not been able to kill it so far at any point in time. It it will enter a dormant state if it takes enough damage, but that's that's about all we're getting. So that's usually not the route to take. How far is the armory? Um, it's only halfway across the other side of the facility. We could definitely get there, but I don't think 106 is going to let us get there without trying to impede our progress. Well... How did you how did we catch him the first time? I mean, he was in containment, right? So Right. How do you get there? Well, I've sort of alluded to 106's sadistic nature in the past, uh, but I didn't really go that far into detail. 106 will seek out anyone or anything that is suffering and seek to feed on the emotions of that individual. We do have a procedure for um, attracting 106, but I would very much like to avoid it if we can. It's, it's not pleasant and frankly inhumane. I, I would prefer that we do not. What is but it? Um, I'd pref I'd prefer not to tell. And if you want to convince her to tell, I'm going to need one of you to try to manipulate a person. I guess I'll do it. <laughs> um, what is that? That is plus, uh, charm. Oh, I have minus one charm. So if anyone else wants to step in. No, I think you're perfect for it's it. It's all you. <laughs> um, get us right. some experience. All right, let's, let's go. That is, oh God, that's a three. <laughs> no, that's a two, actually. It's a two. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey, that's experience for me. 
On a miss, you approach your approach is completely wrong. You offend or anger the target. Um, so do you want to act out that interaction? Um, how how would you be trying to convince her? I think we should try it. I think we need to get out of here. I no no. I'm I'm not willing. Suffice it to say, it causes significantly significant bodily harm to an individual, and I I do not want to take that route because there's no. I, I do not. What other ideas do you have? I have certain morals that I promised myself I would try to keep no matter what when I'm working in the foundation. And these are, this is one of those lines that I refuse to cross. So no, I will not, I will not do it. Then why would you even mention it in the first place? Because you asked me how we got it. And I'm telling you that's how. Uh, listen, Benji, I mean, I think it's, I, I think my mom's right. I think it's useful for us to know more about him, but I I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, whatever. And I'm the weakest one here, so I feel like I'm the easiest to hurt, and I'm not interested in that either. Oh, honey, it wouldn't be you. Don't worry. And whoever would be hurt would essentially be sacrificed to him, which is also quite cruel. So... Let's yeah. not do that. Um, other options, we could just wait within here and hope that Dr. Bright or a mobile task force reaches us in time in order to extract us. Um, well, So we just got to sit here and wait is what you're saying? It's an option. Uh, we could try to flee to the perimeter around the town that's no doubt begun to form. Uh, at the very least, we could go to the Foundation personnel that's at the border to try to get some assistance there. Um, but I'm I'm open to ideas. Honestly, I do think that 106 knows at least some of the strategies that the Foundation would take in order to try to contain him. So he's probably going to anticipate any of my ideas so i'm i'm open to hearing what all you think well i mean i don't think sitting around here is a good good idea because while we're in here he can i i guess he can get up to the town right like we gotta stop him from hurting anybody else out there that doesn't know what's going on yes if we just sit here there is a good chance he will move on to the town. I don't, I really doubt that many of the foundation personnel are still either alive or not in his pocket dimension at the moment. So he would move on to another target that would be easier to torment. Are there any emergency lines of communication to the outside? Yes, uh, we. I've already contacted the foundation, but it does take time to mobilize some of these things, especially because our facility in particular is more cut off from a lot of the foundation. I had to contact a uh, high-level researcher on my own, and they will mobilize uh, the forces we need. What about your... Uh... Beasties, your 
SCPs you got? You said Abel fought them. You got any others? Well, we have uh, Mr. Deeds with the bell. Uh, we could definitely use him, but he's more good for advice, not as combative, combat, combat, combatantly, able. How would it? He's not good at fighting. Could at least be a distraction if we're gonna get to the armory. It's true. Uh, Mr. Deeds would be good for that purpose. It it seems like we're not going to be able to really put up much of a fight against this guy, though. I, I mean, it seems like we're going to have to outsmart him. And, I mean, lucky for them, we've got a bunch of miners and a couple slightly older young adults that can certainly outsmart this who-knows-how-old man. Very old. I just don't see a lot of hope to outsmart him or fight him well did you all learn anything well inside his pocket dimension that we haven't been able to learn thus far learn that he is a creature of suffering and hate from the trenches the the trenches yeah i saw some freaky trenches or whatever in there look like world war one interesting no no accounts of anyone who's ever returned from the pocket dimension, those who are quite few, have ever reported seeing trenches before. Um, hold, hold on. She runs over to uh, a nearby computer and, and types in some stuff real quick. Uh, yes, yeah, we do have... Um, there is a very old report about 106 that was from someone who yes someone who was assigned to his unit and it looks like everyone in that unit died it was he, he was originally from world war 1 it looks like that would make sense it's Still strange, the only reports we've ever gotten from inside the pocket dimension have always been never-ending corridors that rarely lead outside. Very interesting indeed. Well, I'm telling you, it was, uh, it was a trench. There was black skies above, black dirt below, all with the same stuff on the walls. It was, uh... I heard... Uh, someone was telling me about him. It's like, uh... Someone? Through. Yeah. Yeah, I said it was, uh... It was in the, it was in the Great War. Oh, I, I didn't have my notebook. It was... It was real bad in there, though. It was real bad. Did he have a... I mean, did you see him? There? Yeah, he came out of the wall! There was like some, uh, some doorway, some, some, uh, it was in the wall. It was like a black circle and there was screaming. That's why when I got pulled out, oh, it was so real. It was right there. It was tons of screaming of, of people I couldn't know. I couldn't hear. Yeah. And that's why you shoved a pill down my throat. I didn't know what was going on. Look, I've been through something. Yes. That might've been 
It might have been a bit abrupt on my part. I apologize. I was eager to get everyone back up to fighting shape. Um, at least it seemed to help a little bit. You're not uh, rotting at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Will that do anything for you, lady? You're so smart here. I mean, this is this is all new to me. Also, I didn't mention it at the time, but we are going to have a discussion about um, your friends that I saw following behind you out of the pocket dimension. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure we need to talk about them. They're some buddies I found. Yes, I'm quite familiar with them, and... Would like to be reintroduced, but... Uh, point of order, is Ned's backpack, like, working inside this anti-SCP anomaly bubble? Yeah, uh, they're fine. Okay. Working, like, the I don't think they're making any noises, I don't know. Right so, now. to kind of clarify, um, the Scranton reality anchors, they anchor things uh, that are not a part of this reality to uh rather they force out anything that's not a part of this reality and anchor our reality to the present um so like if something was trying to open up a portal like 106 does when opening a portal to his pocket dimension uh, it it wouldn't happen it, okay. it would just like not generate but if these other things are technically a part of our reality then it still is able to uh, operate so whenever 106 reached his hand into the sphere of influence um he lost the ability to create a portal but he was still like an extremely corrupt thing so he's gotcha. still able to like enter it and do as much harm he's just not able to open a portal yeah and like gotcha. abel could fuck us up in here too yes very much yeah gotcha. okay wait did we not contain abel i thought we contained him abel we is contained oh okay straight up murdered him if that's yeah we mean. beat him into the ground and that sent him back home <laughs> well to give you more ideas um his containment uh the key to keeping him contained is to not allow him to touch any surfaces. How we keep him contained is that his metal sphere that he's suspended within is not touching anything. So he's not able to create a portal out of there because there's no surface for him to follow along. If that gives you any ideas... Um, Agnes... I saw, I mean, when we were fighting Abel, you made a big, like, windstorm. I don't know if that's, would you be able to lift him off the ground? I mean, it was, it didn't seem entirely natural, so that's why I'm wondering if, I don't know, you could swirl wind up around him and lift him up so we could trap him somehow? I mean, it's worth a try, but we'd have to make sure that, we're ready to trap him when I do it because I'm not sure if I can hold him for very long. So we could uh, lure him back to where he, where we keep him? Yes, I, th I think if we were able to 
I mean, at least pin him up against the sphere that he comes from, uh, or that his that he is contained within. Rather, um, he wouldn't be able to create a portal down to this facility's floor and reach anywhere else. It's possible. Are all the SCP facilities still working? Like, did anything, has anything gone down because of the black corruption? Um, we at least have lights. I don't know about surveillance. It looks like the camera in here is working at least. There may be several that are down, but we do have a surveillance room. Um, we could split up and have some of us working surveillance. I, I have a few radios. I believe the sheriff had a radio as well. Did I completely forget about the sheriff last session? Either way, she made it out, I guess, too. <laughs> <laughs> Waves. I was going to ask, but I I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I guess that uh, it, she she made it out. Someone someone found her. Whoops. Okay. Uh, is there any of that like black corruption inside of the bubble with us that we would be able to like examine run tests on or whatever um yeah there's there's some in here uh there was the bit of corruption that dissolved the uh the pill okay um i don't know if miles as a character is one to like come up with a science experiment but i'm wondering if there's i mean we're in a medical lab right mm -hmm. i'm wondering if there's something that we can like some kind of I mean you mentioned it was caustic was that just a loose descriptor or is it actually like a basic substance I mean I, I don't think that you need to like experiment on it if you have any like specific questions about its properties um the foundation would have no doubt done some tests on okay. it and your mother would be able to to share that with you it it is caustic and uh the descriptor that's put on it is that it is anomalous in that it is able to uh, spontaneously cause rot, rust, and corrosion on okay. a thing at a much higher rate than it should be able to. So it's an oxidizer. That means it'll burn. Uh, Perfect. We can set fire to the facility. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm possible. I don't know. I would have to look up the specifics of the stuff. <laughs> Man, I wish I could speak science. <laughs> uh, i mean it would be really helpful if we could somehow get around without having to deal with potentially burning ourselves on his goo i don't know if there's anything goo we can is, do to neutralize goo sounds that. awful let's call it something else <laughs> slime slime works okay uh, regardless of what we're calling it is I'm wondering if there's any way that we can not get hurt by it or neutralize it or something. Um, if we had a way of neutralizing it, I think we would have invested in that a long time ago, unfortunately. You don't have, like, fancy suits or anything? Well, there would probably be some suits that we could use that delay the effect at least, but it's it's going to be able to get through regardless. Um, um so... In, in, sorry, in... in decontamination we would we would have some like that that's not too far away either uh can ben use magic on the on the little bit that's in the room 
just to see what happens. What's what's your desired effect? Uh, just to see, like, if it if using magic can like diminish it. Just magic, no desired effect. I just just want to use magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I mean, like, from... I don't really understand. I guess like what I would have to. So with the effects of use magic, you can inflict harm, enchant a weapon, do one thing beyond human limitations, bar a place or portal from a specific person or creature or type of creature, trap a person, minion, or monster, banish a spirit or curse from the object place uh, it inhabits, summon a monster into the world, communicate with something that you do not share a language with, observe another place or time, heal one harm from an injury, or cure a disease, neutralize a poison. So... Um, within those parameters, do you, um, I guess, a vague would be beyond human limitations? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, I don't know, just to, like, touch it or, like, um, I don't know, throw something at it. If you're not going to let me do I, it, I, that's fine, since I don't know what I'm doing. No, you... But you can. Uh, it's it's just going to show you the, the same thing that you've seen so far, that it's it's going to rot and corrupt and cause things to break down. Right. But I guess, <clears throat> I guess my goal with it is to like <laughs> be able to push it somewhere else so we can like get through, if that makes sense. If it's like, it's like all outside, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you would magic shuffle. Would, yeah. Go ahead and use magic for that. Okay. Uh, that is plus weird, correct? Uh, yes. I have plus two weird. Oh, good. <laughs> I got a five. <laughs> Yay, um, more experience. experience. <laughs> I just leveled up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> did you did you add your weird to that or was yes, that? Yes, that's. <laughs> I rolled oh, another three. Oh boy. <laughs> hmm. Oof. Let's see. On a fail, you lose control of the magic. This never oh. ends well. Oh, God. <laughs> you push Ned into it instead. Yeah, I push someone into it, probably. I mean, Ned I won't. Ned dies. Not to give you any ideas or whatever, but... Hmm. I mean, you're trying to push the slime away, right? Yeah, I was just trying to push it into, like, a... I was you just going to test it on the little bit that's in the room. Um. It seems like maybe you throw everything in the room yes including <laughs> us out of the bubble um or i would imagine like hurting myself or something uh yeah what uh what were you trying to conjure up exactly like uh, a, a physical thing like literally a broom sweeping it out of the way or something or uh does it did you have, have to take a, a visual for like i was kind of thinking just like a, a force push sort of deal uh no, I mean it doesn't have to. Um okay. I, I just think that it the fact that uh Benji's magic manifests as eight bit is right. kind of so, a visual. So thing, maybe but... like some like clouds. <laughs> some <laughs> like pixel clouds or pixel wind, you know, like the little swirly deals. I don't mm, know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think uh you have maybe been admiring uh, the magic of Agnes for a while after seeing <laughs> yeah. how how well she did. Um, so you try to conjure up some some wind type magic, and you accidentally uh, generate a um, mini cyclone. <laughs> oh God! 
mini tornado that just kind of flings it around the room um and a little bit falls uh you're able to kind of like duck out of the way but uh some of it impacts the lightning lance and the sphere gets a little bit smaller well oh okay um first off don't do that second off what 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 was that? Uh yeah, um uh, what? What? Was that what you hit me with earlier too? Uh no, I I'm sorry. I did, I was just trying to test something. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Oh, okay. Yes, please. Please don't. Did did you say he hit you? Um I did, yeah, I, I mean, didn't I it, didn't mean to. I didn't it, it's it's okay. I mean, I'm I'm healed now, so it's not a not a huge deal. It was just it, it burned a little bit, you know. <laughs> it's it's okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. fine, really. I'm sorry. No, it's it's fine. It, it, whatever. Okay. Uh, we we really need to to do something. If we, ma'am, um, if I may, I think if we take too much longer, we're gonna have no choice but to, un unfortunately, I think we will have to enact the recall protocol i'd really rather not mr clark i you know you don't have much of a choice though no it seems not um again i'm open to anything if you want to try to attempt to use your apparent uh wind magics to suspend it in the air or anything else I'm open to it, but at this point we may need to start heading downward. How did... Okay, you said that he was suspended in his containment, so he wasn't touching anything? Yes, uh, magnetic levitation. Magnetic. Okay. So if we could get some kind, get him in some kind of metal container or something where that's set up, I mean, I don't know how we're going to lure him, though, without... Um, Sort of what Mr. Clark was uh, mentioning. Well, she said it's going to try and stop us, right? Wherever we go. So if we just go there, we could bring him to his old room. Yes, we could. Um, it'd be quite difficult, but if we could impale him with something metallic and suspend him, then that would work. Uh, he wouldn't be able to create a portal then i think we do have several options to try to suspend him in the air i think it's worth a shot would his corruption not just corrode the metal or am i overthinking well, it would, this it would begin to but i think at least for a while it would continue to stay metallic maybe long enough for us to try to return him to his container well, sounds like the best plan we have. Yes, and the alternative uh, would be quite nearby. It's kept down in heavy containment as well. I think we do have a direction, at least. Only question is, do you think we should pass by the armory? Or rather not risk it? We do have quite a few resources at the moment. That should be enough. 
I'm going to be honest. It sounds like if we do get into a fight with this guy, it's not going to really matter how much weaponry we have. So I'm almost saying if we're on a time crunch, we just we head straight there. But that's my opinion. I kind of agree with uh, Miss Agnes because I don't know. I don't think it matters what kind of gun I'm going to hold. I think whatever it's whatever I can do is going to just knock me over if I try to shoot it. Yeah, like your boy said, we're a bunch of we're a bunch of teenagers and younger kids, and we got you guys. But I don't know, you already got your stuff. I uh, I mean, nothing in the armory is going to be as good as that lightning lance, right? Most likely not. At least not with the not with the reality anchor technology. Uh, the technology is quite rare at the moment, actually. I'm. I'm generally good with this plan. Uh, I, Mr. Clark, um, it does seem we have a fairly large group here. Why don't you take some of uh, the rest of the group off in a different direction? I think he will be more keen to following us if we head towards the basement. Uh, ma'am, I'm not. I'm not going to let you. Uh, Go on your own there, but uh Lucas, uh why don't why don't you take let's see, um Sheriff, you can come with me. Uh you'll help me to ensure that the uh recall protocol goes off if we need it. Lucas, you take uh Deputy Hopper and uh Chester here and try to get them back to the town. Uh yeah, that that should that should be fine. It's great having a conversation with myself at this point. Yeah. <laughs> that's how the DM do. Um Yeah, so I, I think that's the general plan. Uh the sheriff, um, Mr. Clark and uh Dr. Miller will go with you all to the basement. Yep. Okay. Uh before we um head out, uh you mentioned that he's attracted to suffering and hopelessness so how fine-tuned is that i mean if we try to act happy and carefree is that gonna help us slip under his radar a little bit or is he gonna kind of cut right through that may or do you guys know? wind up having the opposite effect if you are too happy he may have a desire to change that oh well we might be able to use that to get him down to the basement when we get there at least as a lure um i i don't think the concept of happiness a- attracts him i i think if we start moving towards his containment he's naturally going to be interested because he doesn't want us to get us back get him back into there and i am fairly certain he's quite aware of our methods well if we don't hurry up the whole damn army's gonna be here huh Let's get on. All right. Uh, yeah, let's hop to it. Cool. Um, yeah, I think uh, Lucas grabs Deputy uh, Deputy Hopper and Chester, and then uh, the sheriff, Dr. Miller, and Mr. Clark go with you all and start heading towards uh, the elevator that will lead you to the basement.
Hello everyone, this is your Keeper Kenneth. Uh, welcome to episode 6 and welcome to the mid-roll. Time for a couple announcements. So first off, apologies that the episode is a little bit late today. Uh, in case you don't follow our Twitter account, which you should because there's Twitter stuff going on with giveaways and everything. Uh, I just got engaged this weekend, so been a bit busy. Uh, this is coming a little late on Monday morning, supposed to be up uh, usually around 6, so it's going to be a little bit later in the day, not sure when just yet, but hopefully I'll be able to get it to you uh, as soon as possible, but we'll see. As I mentioned, uh, we do some t Twitter stuff. Uh, we just finished a giveaway. With this giveaway, we were giving away 2d6 uh, dice bought uh, from Die Hard Dice. They sell amazing metal dice. They're really really nice uh i would know i've just received them all to me and i'm about to send them out later today but uh anyway they sent us two extra sets of the dice as well as a dice case so big shout out to die hard dice they didn't have to go that hard they literally gave us um three times the number of dice we needed and a dice case for it. So I picked a few more people to win those dice. Uh, so Kyle Lawhorn and uh, it's my now fiance also got picked in this just randomly. I swear it wasn't rigged. It just turned out that way. But uh, I'll hang on to the die case uh, just because it looks sick and I want to uh, expand my die collection as well. So I'm going to be using that for that. But uh, follow us on Twitter to see when we're doing another update, uh, or doing another giveaway, rather. Uh, we plan to give away some of another SCP podcast uh, called SCP FAM Radio. Uh, they're a really good podcast to listen to if you haven't already. Um, and I'm excited to give away some of their merch because uh, they got some really good SCP Foundation-themed stuff on uh, the, the guy who runs its Etsy, Etsy page. So... Uh, Probably going to have an update on that later this week. Keep your eye out for that. We may expand it to Instagram as well. Who knows? We'll see. I need to figure out what the criteria for it's going to be still. Or Hannah may be the one doing it because she uh, did a really good job with the graphic that we made last time for the last giveaway. So uh, may contract her out to do that again. <laughs> again, want to give a huge thank you to Michael Winton, who actually my future brother-in-law now. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm just giddy. Uh, Thank you again to Michael Winton, uh, music underscore Mike 99 on Instagram. Uh, he's done the music for us and already in talks with him for making another song for the next arc. So huge props to him for the work he does. And I'm very excited to see what he does for the next song because I love the one that he has done for us so far. Um, and what else do we have? Ah, we have a new, uh, review on apple podcasts uh if you want your review read off in the mid-roll uh just put up a review there hopefully give us some five stars if you think we deserve it uh it helps out a lot it helps to increase our exposure to other listeners so uh here is what ollie the great thief lord had to say about us unique and utterly entertaining if you like scps or tabletop games role-playing and a good atmosphere this is a great podcast for you you explore the strange new world along with the players with dangers and mystery around every turn easy to get into and a must listen that is honestly the best review we could have asked for thank you very much ollie the great thief lord uh really appreciate it 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 means a lot to us 
So without further ado, I think I'll let you all get back into the episode and look forward to more to come. So, like, I guess I'm confused on the layout. We're in a medical wing inside of a sphere, and the thing is outside somewhere. Yeah, it's it's inside of uh, the, I'll just, like, the sphere of influence of the um, lightning lance and its um, reality anchor technology. And right, the, okay. The anchor expands, I'm imagining, like, about 20 feet, 10 feet. Yeah. Uh, probably was 20 to start, but probably down to 15 after the the splash of corruption on it. Thanks, Yeesh. Hannah. Sorry, it's not my bad. It's not my fault, they're all bad. So going with Hannah, we're, we're in the medical wing, we're in the sphere, and then his containment area is at some other unspecified place that is past the armory. And down. It's and like down. as low as it gets. Yeah, so you have to get to the elevator that goes down to heavy containment where uh, 106's cell would be. Um, there's an alternate route you could take to get to the armory, but then you'd have to double back to get to the uh, elevator. Oh, okay. So the, the armory's past yeah. it. Um, or off in like a separate direction. Like the hallway you'd have to take goes away from the the uh, elevator i did mention there was um a decontamination room as well that would probably have some suits that could potentially shield you from some of the corruption but uh no guarantee how effective it would be how about d-class we got a bunch of those can we make ourselves a protective layer mm. of d-class <laughs> some d-class shoes <laughs> uh not shoes d-class <laughs> Boys. R- boy no shoes. Boys. Ned definitely wouldn't know about that. You would not know about the D-Boys. Um. Okay, I do kind of like the idea of... I mean, I understand that we may not be physically capable of impaling him with something metal, but doing something beyond human limitations is also a used magic thing. So if we're more confident with that than the wind, we could try doing that once we're in the containment unit so i don't know about benji but for Agnes, i was only going to use magic if it like made sense with my character um Mm -hmm. so like super strength to impale him i I don't know if i would personally do that no i i think that um i i will tell you if you want to try to impale him with something and levitate him i i will make it happen uh it just may take a while to do it or like some really good roles to accomplish it but you you will be able to do it if you want the other thing i'm a little confused about is just why we expect him to follow us to his containment unit because i if i was him that would be the last thing i would do right so I'm trying to come up with a narrative like justification for why he would follow us. Unless, Kenneth, you've got some up your sleeve. He's trying to prevent you from putting him back in containment. But isn't that the only place he can be contained? Within the several layers of a metal sphere, uh, yes. But there's no way for you to get him inside of that metal sphere. Right. So like, wouldn't his best option to just be to flee the SCP facility? Because then we can't contain him and... 
He's... Good job, Jordan. You solved it. We beat him. He's gone. <laughs> He's gonna run away. <laughs> so his goals um, are pretty single-mindedly to cause pain, harm, and suffering. And mm-hmm. he sees you as a target. Mm-hmm. Uh, 106 is known for being like a, he's a hunter. Um, his goal is to catch someone and kill them. Since oh. you escaped his okay. pocket dimension, he's probably not going to be too happy about okay, that. Okay, that way that makes way more sense. Yes, yeah, this yes. Track. yeah, for okay. sure. Because that's what happens in in the tales about him too. So <laughs> yeah, and I haven't. So read we've those, already so pissed him know. off. You have thoroughly pissed him off. Suffice oh, it to say, great. I love that. So he probably would follow us then. Yeah. He 100% would. Okay. And I think um, since to also justify the other group not getting attacked by him, you have a larger group of people. You are a bigger target for him. Mm -hmm. He's always attracted to the bigger opportunity to cause destruction. Hence the World War I trenches. That makes sense. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Owie. Oof. Okay. Okay. So we're pretty confident that we can get him down there. Yes. And once we get him down there, we could, instead of impaling him on metal or something, we could try to just set a trap of like some kind of like metal sheeting on the ground or something that we'd be able to, I don't know, lift up with the electromagnetic stuff. The uh, So is the plan that we're going to lift him up with wind. And we were thinking that we were going to stab him with metal and the electromagnet would take over and suspend him. Okay. Was I think mm-hmm. that was the idea? Because the wind magic only lasts for like a little bit? Um, I think it can last up to 30 minutes or something. Okay. I wasn't sure why else we would have mm-hmm. to impale him. Yeah. Uh, it Use magic will last up to 30 minutes, but there's think... a, a good chance he would find a way to yeah. combat it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we should have a backup plan in case I roll terribly. We should not rely on a good roll by Agnes. Nope, right. it's, well, it's all on you. Ben can also have a good roll in case. Right. Yeah, there's, there is also um, big magic is something you can do as well. That's not as um, clearly defined, but I think um, if you as a group meet the criteria for that, you can do it to do something that's beyond use magic essentially it it kind of goes outside of it and if you find a narrative way to to justify it to me why you would be able to accomplish what you can accomplish then uh i'm I'm down i'm reluctant to break out big magic just yet yeah same we're i feel like that's a an end game sort of deal i don't know just as far as telling a story also do I level up now, or do I have to wait until after the session's over? <laughs> um, if you if you got five fails, then you you can level up now. If you have an idea for what you want next, uh, I have to. I don't have the thing pulled up, so keep going. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I say let's get on our way. I guess we we have a decent idea. So we're just running um, first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to get downstairs. I mean, I was going to fly because there's, like, the black ichor everywhere. Yeah, you should I, probably do that. I was wondering if I could use magic to kind of, like, use my wind to part the ichor for you guys. See, that's what I was trying to accomplish in the room. Uh-huh. 
but right, I, I but, think but you since, failed. Since Ben failed it, uh, Ben may not be as proficient with wind magic, so I can justify you trying to do the same thing, yeah. Okay, I might as well give it a shot. Oh, buddy, that's a 10 plus 3. Oh, Hell yeah! Oh, yeah. Part the that Black works. Sea. Yeah, I, I think am Moses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on your way to the elevator, I think there's um, spots here and there of uh, Icker that you blow out of the way, but you see mostly on opposing paths um, where uh, Doctor Miller would know, like she would maybe say, like that way to um, decontamination or that way to armory or whatever. Um, those paths are significantly more blocked, but you notice that oddly the path to the elevator is not quite as blocked, but you do see like imprints of where 106 would have been walking along the floor here, just not quite as uh, covered. I, yeah, not quite as covered as uh, some of the other paths and doorways. Okay. So we... I think with uh, a good roll like that, you're able to get to the elevator with without an issue. Thanks, Ms. Anyes. Is the elevator the way down to the... Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's a, a very, very deep elevator shaft. It goes very far underground. So, uh, yeah, I think you all file in. Um, Single file line. And... <laughs> yes. I'm line leader. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, you all file in and uh Dr. Miller swipes a card or something at the uh control panel and hits some buttons in the elevator starts to lurch and then it drops. Like Tower of Terror and... drops or just ah! <laughs> uh... It is like the cable that was holding it in place is gone uh, and it just <laughs> drops oh, no. so now you're all very rapidly falling down the elevator shaft and dr miller yells to you okay this is this is not good but there should be emergency falling thing at the bottom this is fine god uh, <laughs> and at the bottom the uh emergency um wh whatever you would call it like airbag <laughs> it's yes, an airbag. there's an airbag at the bottom <laughs> that's what i assumed yeah no it would have like some mechanical um emergency brakes brakes yeah uh and it it catches you at the very bottom and you're you're down there now but you you don't have a way back up Oh, um, I kind of, I kind of had a feeling that was a trap, but I, I didn't want to say anything. Uh, it's a trap. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I think can we get, can we get out? Can we get out? Can we get out? Oh, you gotta get out. Miles, Miles has wet himself. Oh no! <laughs> the doors well, they won't open. He's a nine-year-old kid. Uh, Doctor Miller swipes the key card again, <laughs> and then quickly goes through the door and. Uh, throws up off on the side outside of the the elevator. Oh, thank God. Oh, that was unpleasant. Miles is holding his skateboard in front of him. He, he's very embarrassed. 
I, I think Mr. Clark very quietly takes off his jacket and, and hands it to you. It's very large on you and would cover. Thank, 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 thank you. Mm-hmm. So we run in. <laughs> well, uh, so- yes. Um, Mr. Clark, uh, you, you can... What? Okay, I'm good. Mr. Clark, you can you can go to um, the room where we would put in the the protocol if we need to take the sheriff with you. She's a good shot. It should uh, if if 106 comes for you, you should be able to uh, radio to us. I think it's coming for us though, because I am suffering. Oh God! Well, let's get a move on then. Eh? Let's go. Uh, yeah. Which? Wh- where do we go? Uh, left. We'll say <laughs> down this corridor that goes to the left, and not the one that goes to the right. I'm painting a word picture. Ah, it's lovely. Thank you. Yes, off to the left. I think. Uh, yeah, you you start going off to uh, a, a left tunnel. You pass by um, a, a room with a very large box or something in it, and you eventually get to. A very large room. It's uh was previously described at the end of episode three, I believe, but it has you see a uh it's about a I think twenty story tall room is what I said. Oh. I wanna know what's in that box. You said there's a room with a box or something. You wouldn't have said anything if it weren't important. It's checked. It's probably box. Abel's box, right? Uh, it might be Abel's box. But if you you would see it, and would you want to do anything briefly? No. Just ob- observe that. I say observe go it. for it, Hannah. Uh, Check it out. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, Ben's gonna break off then. Yeah, there's like a, a a glass viewing area that goes to it that you can see through, and then there's a, a door. It, he wouldn't be like the box wouldn't just be sitting out there because he's pretty dangerous. There's some other security precautions, but I think you can see into the room. Um, if you observe it closely through the glass, at least what you can see, um, similarly to how there were runes that went across his body that was in a language you didn't know, um, those also cover the surface of this box. Yeah, so it's a stone cube. Um, it's what you can see, a, a black uh, stone. It's fairly... Uh, rigid around but you can see that there's like a, a an opening that would lead inside of the box it's uh like a three meter cube what what does the opening opening look like it's just like a a hole uh it looks like it would be like a slight uh indent where like a doorway would be that something would like open up into it but uh you, you can't see much it's like a coffin okay type thing but it's like upright there's vampires in it <laughs> Wait, you said it's a cube. How is it upright? Yes, it would be like a coffin if it was fat. It was a dummy thick coffin <laughs> and upright. Just like the the door is vertical, like normal doors. Yes, like oh, a door would be. Okay, as a door. Okay, as a door do. Okay, I get it. Okay, I may not be even describing it correctly. I can lit- I can read directly from this. Uh, it's a three-meter cube made of black speckled metamorphic stone. All the surfaces outside and within are covered with uh, deeply engraved uh, patterns corresponding to no known civilizations. 
Radioscope analysis indicates that the object is very, very old. Uh, a door is located on one side, sealed with a lock uh, that is 0.5 meters in width, surrounded by 20 smaller locks in a circular pattern. So it's very secured. Got it. <laughs> yeah, and you would you would see the the door there. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think he just takes a look and runs back to join the crowd. Don't dawdle too long. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I guess you guessed it. That's that's Abel's thing. Keep running. Yeah, so you would eventually, uh, you, you go down like a, a set of stairs and eventually come out on, you would come to a very large uh, room eventually. Uh, it's a very, very tall room. Uh, it's a, a cubic chamber that's about 20 stories high. And in the middle of it, you see about a 10 story high uh, massive metal sphere uh, that is very rapidly rotating. And I think uh, as you get into this room, you see um, bubbling beneath the sphere that's floating in the air. You see a bunch of the black liquid that you've previously seen and come to know is the key sign of 106. Um, And a head begins to rise from the pool. All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. SCP-106, The Old Man, and its tale I took influence from, titled The Young Man, were both written by Dr. Gears. SCP-3326, On May 3rd, 2005, Dr. Tobias Scranton died in a car accident in 1964. It was written by Green Text. That's also just the Scranton reality anchors. SCP-500, Panacea, or The Red Pill, was written by Far 2. SCP-131, The iPods, was written by Lieutenant Masapag. SCP-076, Abel, was written by Author Anonymous. SCP-662, The Butler's Handbell, was written by user Rick Revelry. Thank you for listening.